0: We are the little nuggets that associate ourselves with Elemental D&D. We play a 5th edition adjacent version of Dungeons & Dragons, where the traditional classes have been replaced with Elemental archetypes. Hello. As a bit of a disclaimer, we're going to be working with our Monsters & Manuscripts mini-campaign. Facilitated by me, Roland and or Rolo check out Rollo swaggins on Twitch for unrelated slay the spire content apparently a um, uh, little bit about the campaign and the party around the table monsters and manuscripts is a listening experience that is that may contain material not suitable for all ages listener, listener discretion is advised uh, It's a fancy way of saying we talk about whole here um oh. giving <laughs> holes in the chat. Any holes in the chat indeed. Uh so that movie Monsters and Manuscripts. The continent of Kolos is where we're going to be continent is uh generous. The territory of Kolos is where we're going to be setting all of this whole shindig. Kolos, for those of you at home, found its niche, if you will. Uh, through various alchemical and technological advancements as a result of lacking elements. So everybody through some avenue has found information through monster hunting or environment exploration. There is a benefit to intellect and... Uh, perseverance and innovation that wouldn't necessarily be as valued in other continents that had elements and magic powers available to them. Now the introduction of elements to colos is a boon because it's one thing to make a hamster wheel run a Car, it's another thing to have somebody with lightning powers make a battery that runs the car. It's all a matter of, one, perspective, two, tradition, and three, just sometimes you just like to see nerds fight. Now, the territory of Kolos itself, the glittering towers of the capital city of Libric are in stark contrast to the Outer Lying Wilds that exist in the territory, you have the scalding sands of the Boli Dunes, the fetid creep of the Massette Marshes, and the suffocating darkness. That is the Funtime Caverns. Scholars and adventurers alike work very hard to carve out their own degree of reputation and make their name in these unforgivable wilds. We're actually going to start with a degree of character introduction, and we're going to start with Sly. Sly, could you please give us a little vibe on your character, what their appearance looks like, you know, just what you're doing.
1: <clears throat> I would love to. So, Sly, the Crusher Nader gumshoe detective, is a monster of an orc. He's, pro- he's nearing seven feet tall. He's got muscles on muscles on muscles. He's just hulked out. He's huge. But he... he, You wouldn't necessarily see all that because he covers himself in a thick layer of both armor and over the armor, a trench coat upon which are armor pauldrons over the trench coat. Which is a silly look, but he thinks it looks cool. So, you know, uh, I suppose everything's in the eye of the, the beholder. And he has short black hair tipped orange uh, that's like it's like swooped backwards and kind of spiky. He's got a bunch. He's got a couple of. He's got a pair of rectangular nerd glasses, which he routinely pushes up like like some kind of anime loser nerd. Um, And that, yeah, that's basically him. He goes around, he solves crime without permission from the authorities, uh, and he resolves all criminal punishment with his huge and powerful fists.
0: The end. So, Sly, you are actually currently as a detective of by your own estimation, some degree of renown in the employ of one May Franklin. Uh, some rando asked you through a letter to go with a party. You have two other people with you. Investigating a monster to gather information for an upcoming event of some sort. Details get a little dicey with Sly. So you are here to to follow what was told to you as being some sort of quadrupedal animal to just gather information about its whereabouts, its habitats. Apparently Franklin, your benefactor, is going to have a presentation in the next couple days and needs all the information that they can get outside of their normal operating materials, which is the library of Libric. So you are traveling currently with Tolula a large... Minotaur, and Natasha, an elven woman, pale skin, bright red hair, um, who if you even so much as look at her at all, she starts to just, to some degree, fold in on herself. It's it's in stark contrast to the way in which you move through the world, which is reckless abandon, and a lot of, you know, Big orc titties ready to face danger. So, yeah. for you, you have Tallulah on your left hand side, the Minotaur, and Natasha on your right hand side. You both are skulking your way through underrush, tracking footprints, droppings, le- things that have been left behind by this. As to you, underscript creature, I would like you to roll me. An investigation check.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So. Roll. Plus. uh, Plus three.
2: Ugh. That's a natural
3: one plus three. First roll of the campaign, y'all. Starting off strong. (laughs)
1: Let's fucking go. It's always me.
0: Great.
4: Sly out here.
0: So, you've actually seen tracks from this creature, thanks to Tallulah. You've seen things left behind by this creature, thanks to Natasha. You break (laughs) into a plains clearing, full of abandon, because you think to yourself, they've done so much work, and I'm so jacked. It makes no sense for these people who are just, to some degree, bookworms to be able to work their way around tracking and detecting and investigating. That's your vibe. That's your whole deal. You are Sly the Crushinator Gumshoe Detective. So you push your way through the underbrush, and as you do so, you watch as a sparkling Opalescent thing with a shifting visage and multiple eyes Hears you break a fuck ton of branches Looks directly at you And alights into the sky as if turned into mist Your traveling companions (laughs) Walk up to you And watch as this creature Disappears Tallulah Does not share Natasha's same degree of decorum She looks at the creature as it disappears She looks at you Look back at where the creature left Points Directly To the tracks that you've missed Showing you a pathway through the planes that you've crashed through That would lead you to do so silently and just pushes you over directly make it a posed <laughs> athletics check <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man okay well i'm pretty good at
2: that at least
0: that's that's why I have faith 11. in you. You see? Oh, an 11. Time
2: to make fun of Levi until I roll a that one, too.
0: Okay, cool. You eat it, and you eat it hard. You... Minotaurs are, you know, big. You were so big that this Minotaur lady was, you know, kind of a little bit of a weakling because... Natasha's a nerd, Tallulah's a nerd, you know your boss is a nerd. Nerds and lifting weights don't really coincide in a lot of your experience, but on a natural 16, <laughs> Tallulah absolutely shoulder checks you and you faceplate to get a mouthful of dirt. And Natasha turns to you because, as previously established, the more demure of your traveling campaign companions. And goes, okay, um, that was not exactly the most effective way that I thought today was going to go. Um, so, as Sans, since it looks like the creature itself isn't necessarily something we can track, we head back to the boss and see what the situation is for later in the week.
1: Sly (laughs) gets up. Like, dusts himself off. Uh, looks very ashamed. <laughs> so, well, I think... I think there's a lesson we can we can learn here. And that is of the... The, uh, the, the crushing... Uh, the crushing disadvantages that the natural human flaw of hubris can have on us all.
0: Uh, Natasha, who is an elf, looks at (laughs) Tallulah, who is a minotaur, looks at you, who is an orc, and goes, The natural human flaw. Huh. And just turns around and walks back to the boat that you came on.
1: (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this piece got
4: figures.
1: Well, I will uh, just follow them silently, saying nothing.
0: As you make your way back to the boat, you pile on with Tallulah and with Natasha, and they explain to you that this mission was valuable in that Dr. Franklin's funds are. Not as robust as originally intended. You were brought on, specifically, as a sort of mitigating factor to give more information and protection. As Tallulah and Natasha have previous experience helping the doctor in finding information for these presentations that you're still not 100% sure about. So, money well spent is the vibe that they're giving off as you load yourself back onto the boat.
1: I get it. I (laughs) won't take any payment for this one. It was my bad. Um, I I accept responsibility, but not the money.
0: (laughs) So you begin to make your way back to the mainland of of the territory of Kolos. The idea being, as Natasha later explains to you with no eye contact, falteringly between breaths, is that if they cannot get the information that they need through the actual tracking of the beast in question, its environments, the things that they've left behind, they have less reliably the information that was given to them as a result of the other adventurers who performed to a degree better So as it stands in this moment, you recognize that a lot of the work that you are going to either be paid to do moving forward or, in your own words, make up for is Sly's about to spend a lot of time in the library researching these creatures, their leavings, their environment, any alternatives, so that your benefactor can be more prepared for the events moving forward. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Levi, why Slightly. did you roll a one?
1: <laughs> why do I always <laughs> roll a one Roland? You <laughs> ask me, this
2: happens every time! You know, you could have just killed Sly. I, I, yeah, I... I yeah, I
0: don't want to adjust Truly... That. Had plans and machinations, and they're done. Just go ahead that's and toss they all those, those notes out out the window. Sly looks
1: like a fucking idiot in front of Natasha. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah.
0: Natasha? Yeah. And yeah.
4: May. There are girls here. How embarrassing! How
0: embarrassing to be embarrassed in front of femmes specifically. So we move from Sly's. Display of ability. <laughs> so skill. Sorry, unadulterated skill.
1: It's
4: if it is like this. All right, enjoy the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I were you, I would have simply just not rolled a one. <laughs> was Y'all, I was watching fucking beef on I would it on simply,
1: <laughs> I would I simply so not fucking play D and D.
0: Oh it's fine. We're we're doing a little bit of a truncated Burn. thing because we only have a certain number of hours. It's it's I was expecting you to be better, but that's for next <laughs> time. That's yeah, fine! Yeah, me, me, me too,
5: guys, <laughs> me too. Mm. hit him with the disappointment.
0: Yes, you've disappointed. Way, Daddy. Way, you're crazy
5: bye um. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yup, this one's going in my cringe comp. Oh, no, not the cringe
4: comp.
0: Imagine <laughs> existing in somebody's cringe comp. Couldn't okay, be me. I'm there somewhere.
4: Could be
5: Levi though. <laughs> mm. Wow. Does it count if you're in your own cringe comp?
2: Those are you're the somebody. best ones.
0: Self cringe, baby. Um, cringe. So as we move away from... <laughs> Feel it. Sly the Crushinator gumshoe, we get just an absolute smorgasbord of images as their ship cuts through the crystal clear waters of the territory, makes a little bit of a wake behind it, and we we'll pan ever so slightly over to a series of docks that line the manla- mainland proper of the territory. The As mentioned, the the capital city, of the territory of Colossus, Librick, this beautiful, what was previously established as a wizard tower that has been retrofitted to better accommodate higher learning, greater pursuits, more people, has sprawled out into a series of villages and its influence has echoed throughout the territory in that technological advancements and even so much as relegations of food and culture are determined as a direct result of the things that individuals are able to find in their expeditions in these wilds. So we move to a large series of docks sparkling wood that has been treated and it seems to be at times fused directly into the soil of the mainland as if grown from it individually there is a woman standing at the end of the docks with a series of pulleys removing <laughs> things from the <laughs> thank you cream <Green> puff <laughs> removing things from the ocean and packing them into various trams, some to go into the capital city directly, some to be loaded on to the Refuse Barge. The Refuse Barge is one that will be jettisoned directly into this constantly swirling, gaping vortex. Locals know as Jeb, just a torrential warpool that funnels garbage prisoners accused individuals directly into its pressurized center where they frequently are just crushed. As this person is (laughs) trolling (laughs) the waters for (laughs) detritus refuse, bits and bobs that more learned and scholarly individuals can use in their pursuits, they pull up a net. And in that net we see in a am- smattering of shimmering scales and soft clothing. Kalia, could you describe your character for me, please? I'm
3: getting fished up.
0: You're getting fished up!
3: Trill is a triton. Trill goes by she, her. Um, she's a little bit on the shorter edge, like, you know, 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, five, a, little, a little shorter, but not ridiculously so. Um, I'm looking at my own art as a reference, don't mind me. Uh, (laughs) Look, there's a reason I draw it and I don't talk it. Um, Mm -hmm. She wears a, um, a white sash or kind of like a half shawl and little white shorts and a light blue shirt. She's got little white and blue striped stockings on or tall socks. Uh, she's got fins on her ears, or for her ears, and she's got fins on her back. She looks kind of like a clownfish in coloration. She's like kind of a, a orange with hints of like a purplish red, some like throughout, and uh, with white stripes. She has short, very curly, reddish, uh, purplish hair. Um, she's a little clownfish girl. And she probably doesn't look that put together right now, given that she's being fished up.
0: Uh, When you do get fished up, the, the person that is managing the operation is just keeping a casual eye on things. Oh, this glowing moss that we've found, or this rock might be helpful to the nerds back up at the main <laughs> city. They look over as they, like, oh, trash, rock, random, like, I'm assuming edible fish. I have a frame of reference for that based off of the things that we've observed. And then their eyes shift over and they see you.
3: is not saying a single word, just staring. Just eyes wide, kind of neutral to polite face. Just looking.
0: Uh, This woman immediately is like, a, shit, shit! And pulls out just a handful of daggers in a fluid motion and flings them at the rope that is connecting the remaining of the net. Um, and it snaps and you find yourself splayed out on a deck with fish that were at one point living, flopping around without proper circulation of that good, good water. It's a little bit of kelps flopped its way into your body. And she's like, oh, oh no. Um, hi, hi, hi. And then she holds out her hand. She goes, Captain Hasham, I'm the one in charge of this operation you look sentient. I'm so sorry.
3: Hi, I'm Trill. I'm sentient.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Hi Trill. Um we're just trolling around trying to like keep an eye on the oceans and Jab. Um <laughs> Jab. Jab. Uh where? Where did you come from? <laughs> Jeb. You see this woman's face fall the second you say, Oh! Casual as can be, I came from Jeb. <laughs> the constantly swirling torrential whirlpool that is Jeb that people have regularly and continuously thrown their garbage into because that's just where that goes. Uh, full Scylla and Charybdis vibes. Just chews it right up. Doesn't have to worry about it. Nature's toilet. So when you say Jeb, this woman's face... Give me an insight check.
3: Ooh, I'm good at these, actually. I'm a little wisdom girl. A little wisdom girl. That's four plus seven. Eleven.
0: Okay, on an eleven. She doesn't feel good. She doesn't feel good that... She's fished up a, uh, to some degree, person. <laughs> Internet, just in general. Uh, she doesn't feel good that the work that she's been doing in some regard... Th- the frame of reference that she has for the things that she's doing is seafaring and garbage control. It's just vibes all around. And the fact that she just pulled up a person <laughs> is um not giving her the most enthusiasm. So she... she Immediately is like pulling detritus off of you. Mud, seaweed, fish doing death rattles. (laughs) And she's like, okay, oh no, 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 no. Okay, that's fine. You speak common. That is a language that you know and is available to you. Horrifying. For my sanity, let's just...
3: You speak common.
0: I I, I do I do speak I uh, I speak many things, oh no, uh, and so she like hey, she's like hey hey I am not in a mental space to accommodate a lot of what's going on here. So what I'm gonna do, as a polite little little service to not only me, but to you, in a in a degree of welcome to the main, here, have some, have some vouchers. And she pulls out full Willy Wonka golden ticket, a stack of shimmering gold paper. You have a frame of reference for like, paper and vellum and the like. These things are a little wonky in that it looks almost as if somebody has enchanted literal sheets of gold to be tickets. And she hands those over to you. And she says, do me a solid for my own sanity. Go. Capital City. Have yourself a snack. Those tickets will get you into... What's going to be the dissertation for this week? Full ride. Just food, drinks, apology from a distinguished sea captain about fishing you up out of a net in the middle of the ocean. You know, but that part's just unspoken. I'm just gonna just gonna hand those to you and just go ahead and follow that pathway, that way. And she basically points behind her and you see just a series of carriages and elementals, full fire elemental, earth elemental, water elemental, just hanging out on what appear to be like rickshaws ready to just transport people where they need to go.
3: She will like, not really with a word, just kind of get up and obey the command and just start (laughs) walking in that direction just kind of like straight in that direction, like exactly along the line that was pointed. And
0: the the captain's like, oh no, 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 <laughs> uh, Felix! And uh, pulls over uh, basically just an air elemental that is just like a shifting column of wind. Pretty hard to determine normally where a literally invisible construct of the elements is, but Felix has helpfully just like doused to themselves in like a purple powder that swirls around inside of them. Uh, Felix with his rickshaw just like pulls over and is just like, oh, I'll take you where you need to go. Just, just, hi.
3: (laughs) Hi Felix, I'm Trill. I'm sentient, I speak common.
0: oh that's so that's so fun (laughs) that's so fun that all of those words just left your mouth (laughs) in that order not a concern (laughs) my name is felix what's yours true cool 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 that's a vibe that's exactly everything i could want Trill, I noticed that you were having to hear a little bit of a conversation uh, with the captain. A little oh, bit. That's a cap. That's the captain. Uh, she said uh, she's giving me the the vibes of a of a haunted woman, of <laughs> somebody who's seen a variety of things that will grapple with mentally for the rest of her days. Did you want a
3: ride? My presence has disturbed her.
0: I've Gotta be fully she honest. She me to have a ride.
3: i'll have a ride
0: okay cool great fantastic awesome so this is my rickshaw and it's it's just literally just like a a seat with the wheels and little handles that uh felix grabs onto it's like so you take yourself a little seat buckle up for safety do you have a frame of reference for what seatbelts are Fantastic! Take that strap of leather and put it over your waist, and those two little metal bits—make sure they click when you put them together, almost like uh, uh, if you were consuming an item. One of these sides is the thing that the food there's the food—and the other side is the mouth, and you just click it right in. Yum, yum.
3: Exactly. If you gotta make that, no-
0: <laughs> if you gotta make that noise every time you buckle up for safety, that's ideal. Make sure you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you yum, yum. <laughs>
3: Trill know. is a little bit, she looks very calm, but is also getting a little bit overwhelmed <laughs> by the surface. Her, She has very large, light, pale blue eyes with no pupils, and they're just wide and looking around with like a serene smile on her face.
0: Yeah, for you, like, your yeah, frame yeah. of reference up until this point, being from Jeb, was a lot of like dark colors a degree of bioluminescent fish and grubs and the like the burrowing creatures and animals the things of the deep and the topper higher levels of where you are from inside of jeb is just like tropical fish everybody's just vibing you just pick apart the things that you now could probably piece together came from the mainland of like oh this is where clothes came from. This is where we get the majority of our materials, our metals, and these are the things that we've created our little burrows and houses out of. So seeing what you are used to, where people have formed together things out of necessity, and seeing, in comparison, the works of the surface, where people have made these things out of intention and purpose, and to a degree, like... Performativism, where they just made things because they're pretty and not exclusively because they're functional. There's a there's a degree of disconnect for you momentarily, but seems like Trill's just like taking in what she can.
3: Yeah, it's it's a lot, so she's just following instructions.
0: <laughs> uh, Felix talks your ear off. In that we, as individuals, can share that expression without it being a problem. But Trill may find some hesitation in that statement. Um, Felix tells you, you know, all about the mainland, all about the capital city, that the whole vibe is that not everybody doesn't have, not everybody has elements. And the whole purpose of this place was born out of individuals who did not have elements trying to make a livelihood for themselves and craft something. So the things that they ended up valuing were being able to think on your feet, intellect, or even suplex a dragon. He says that part in jest, like, I hey, even suplex a dragon. <laughs> and then he realizes that, like, uh, that was probably not the best bet, considering, like, jokes and nuance and idiomatic expressions, like...
3: She can pick them up, but it's just, it's all new.
0: <laughs> so he, like, she, high,
3: she has eight intelligence. Very high insight, though. They're, Twenty wisdom.
0: So the vibe that you get from your wisdom is that things are good, things are calm, this is okay. The intelligence side of things is playing catch-up of, like, trying to make connections of, like, okay, this individual is, I know what a transport looked like, fish school all the time, so there's a location we're going to end up at. And just slotting different new versions of the things that you were used to into that same definition. Um, so Felix explains to you a little bit of the the idea of like, oh, if you don't have elements, you can still scrape up a living together through like the the contributions you were able to put into in terms of education. And maybe you find a fun fact out about the uh, monsters in the surrounding areas. And that'll give you a degree of insulation or, or celebrity in regards to like, oh, surprise that thing you thought had two heads only has one head and a glandular problem. That it's a it's a tonal shift that helps people out. Um and Felix just like oh so you're like, you know uh from the ocean, uh huh. Just uh Yeah Any any uh, and then it starts devolving into like Uber small talk of like hey, any like, cool fish? Any uh fish okay. like the non-sentient
3: ones?
0: Preferably, yeah.
3: Angel fish.
0: Oh,
3: Very cool.
0: Cool. Very
3: pretty. Do you have elements? I'm
0: an ele- I'm an elemental, so like my whole thing is elements.
3: But do you have them? Kind <laughs> 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 of just like.
0: like the <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't. I feel like a lot of my powers are not directly as a result of an element that I got. No, I think it might just be, like, a thing that I can do. Ha. You
3: are elements. You don't have elements.
0: Yeah! Yeah. That one! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, so... (laughs) You're purple. Oh, yeah, this isn't on purpose. Well, okay, yeah, that was a little bit ahead of it. My- this is on purpose. It isn't normally how, like, air elementals come, you know. Well, I do, do, do you know how ele- air elementals traditionally come into the world to present themselves?
3: There's not a lot of air underwater.
0: Fair. Cool. So, uh, so, uh, when you're not underwater... Like underwater you have a, fr- a a thing that you like? Your body processes keep you alive, right? Things that you do, you eat, you get sleep, you breathe, if you will, your 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 inner workings, and it just points to like your gills, essentially. It's like here's the thing that like keep your body moving along in this march of time that we have here. For us, it's um, the water is replaced with air, which is already like a wild enough concept right? But then sometimes people take that air and do fun stuff with it. You've, you have an element, right? What type are you?
3: I have water.
0: Great. Fantastic. That's the only favorite reference I have. So when you do fun stuff with your water, you can like, uh, like hit somebody or, you know, like uh, uh, drown somebody outside of the water <laughs> or, you know, like uh, turn it into fun like water things, make their body do fun things, make them dance. You know, they're like, sometimes people who uh, are air elements, right, they uh, they uh, take the stuff that we normally use to facilitate those biological processes, you know, living it, existing it, breathing, and they turn them into me. Well, not me specific, yes, me specifically, but also like me theoretically, air, air elements
3: People made you? Yeah! Person? Could I make a water you? Why not?
0: I'm gonna try. <laughs> Great, <laughs> fantastic. Roll a creativity oh, check God. for me.
3: Cool. Um, let's see. Looks like I've got speed, so be mm-hmm. that. Mm, that's a six.
0: That's a six. Great. Uh, you hold out your hands, and you use Felix as your frame of reference. As a sort of like they've made people out of the things around them. I can make people out of the things around. them. now understanding that that is a thing that can just exist. We can just make sentient creatures. <laughs> and you're like, burble up your hands a little bit. There's a degree of like wobbling back and forth. And then it just like splorts all over the bottom of the rickshaw. One tendril of the water as it runs off in the same vibe. If you watch like racing water droplets on a road trip, it does like pause and turn to you slightly, and then just like, pfft, disappears with the rest.
3: I can't create life. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Felix just like stares, it's like, you know, maybe, ah, uh, not yet. Maybe not yet.
3: Is that something that they could teach me in Lit
0: yeah. I don't know, I drive It's
3: easier to start smaller
0: Probably, yeah uh, Okay, cool, so like frame of reference Because uh, a lot of what's uh, the vibe Going out here is like, oh new world Ah, he's um Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh So you got a bunch of golden tickets A lot of fun little uh, flashy Catch the lighties, reflecty Sort of thing, so okay That's gonna get you somewhere to stay that's gonna get you something to eat. And they like start fanning out the tickets in front of you. You have room and board. In the library of Liprick. you have a pass that can be redeemed. You know Common. So you have a pass that can be redeemed for a wristband that will give you all you can eat in the various uh, affiliated marketers during the debates. At Libric. So you have food, you have lodging, and then you have a golden ticket that also gives you just, you know, one little, like, fu- free for fun ticket that gives you access to whatever sort of uselessness vendors that might be there in degree of uh, carnival games, jewelry, uh, fun little guess your weight games. It's up to your decision about what those tickets get used for, without a frame of reference about what goes on in libric that may not be as necessarily valuable to trill mm-hmm. without an explanation but that's what those tickets are for <laughs> um and then you begin to be carted off to the main city and the wizard's tower specifically the glittering towers of the proper capital of Librick. and as you are moving along and crossing through the streets we're going to move over to two of our characters at the same time.
2: Oh, Sitting man. up time.
0: So Brax oh. and you are in Librick, the city. There, you've passed through plains, and you've passed through small, slap-together huts of the outerline villages that rely on the advancements of the city proper. You've gone down streets that have gone from dirt to cobblestone to paved to steel in your pursuit of food accommodation support in some regards and you find yourselves in around the back alleys of what could or between in the spaces between buildings and in between the buildings are various open market stalls and shops, and you are milling about in the alleyways behind the library pauper. The library of Liprick is a towering monstrosity of a building in that it is... At the lowest level, a degree of wood and thatch. And as it gets higher, there's stone and steel and gold. As it becomes more ostentatious and just eye-catching as you move up and it branches out and you see a series of windows and rooms that opened up into corridors upon corridors of shelves stuffed to the brim with books. So you are in the outerlying shops and markets outside of the main tower, and there's just like an orc hollering that you can hear that is just like Order 17! Puffy Frog Noodle Bowl with meat of the day. Order 17, pick up and silence. Um Order 17! We gotta go, guy! Like the the debates in two days, Order 17! and silence.
2: Lirax, I'm... Should I describe Ilimiar real quick? Yeah, so
0: hit me with your character descriptions as you were in right. these various alleys.
2: So, um, Ilimiar is a fairly dark-haired uh, woman, she, her, uh, she, her hair in the light, you can see that it actually has purple running along the inside of it, a little bit of, just so harshly dyed that it needs, like, sunlight to actually show the purple. She's in a fairly torn up suit, almost to the point of disrepair. uh uh-huh. Um, and along with that, she seems to have tattoos along her left side of three or four lines that almost make unfinished triangles that go down the side of her face. She has one dark purple eye and one dark green eye. Um, along with As that, we
0: continue to refer to illustrations for reference, it's fine.
2: <laughs> uh, I just don't want to mess up. <laughs> um, and so that is Illymiar. 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 As. For, uh brax
0: tell brax. us about Bla- brax Eli <laughs>
4: um, brax is a uh brownish like almost like copperish color um furbold um uh six foot nine because yeah uh, <laughs> you know, tight twin um, hey <laughs> Rachel's six foot nine with Lucille. Lucille. Oh, Lucille.
0: Okay,
4: okay, good. yeah, yeah. have to be mean numbers, by the way. Um
0: I, it's uh, forfeit to do.
4: Anyway, sort of like copper, like tone. Not copyright though. Um, and, and she's got like a sort of like a, a bob cut with, you know, it, it it kind of flares out into like this, almost maroonish color, um, and she's, she's just a, uh, like, a bulky, uh, bulky kind of, kind of gal. She's, um, uh, she's a she-her, by the way. Um, as for, uh, what she's wearing, probably pretty much just some, like, Rags, like not horribly like tattered, but like nothing too special is what I mean. You know, just like some fucking like I guess tunic kind of deal mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, long like baggy like uh, trouser kind of pants. You know.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> she's
4: wearing. She's wearing like. She's wearing like hammer pants. <laughs> but like. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um,
0: yeah. So.
2: You're also a foot taller than
0: me. I'm 5'9. Six, how- six foot nine, baby. I don't
2: think I ever told you
4: that I was six foot nine, but I do plan to only use mean numbers for, bul- for
2: bulks at least. How to, how to do it. I don't know.
0: Uh, Oh, so. uh, Should we.
2: Should we try and get that food? I mean, they're not. Nobody's coming up, and I haven't eaten in at least a day. We're being kind about
0: it. Are you looking at your character sheet to see how gullible (laughs) Brax is?
4: (sighs) No, no. I, um. I don't think. I don't think Brax would. But, um, Brax is going to. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's at least uh, look and see if anyone is. Um, and does it look like anyone is even, like, looking at the counter?
0: Both of you hit me with a perception check, or you can give the other one advantage.
2: Um. Do you want advantage? Do you want advantage? <laughs> That
4: I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> for
0: those of us at home, could you just could you just go ahead and, uh, you know, p- p- pierce the veil and tell us what your scores we're working with are?
2: A thousand, fuck off. <laughs> 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 Would
4: you like to know Brax's wisdom score? Is that what we're...
2: What's that?
0: Minus two. Cool, great, fantastic. I love to hear that information. A minus, minus two from Brax.
2: Minus one for Ilymia.
0: And Ilymia is a minus one. Both of you roll perception, please.
2: Oh, uh, that's an 18.
0: Mm. Actually, oh, wait.
2: Yeah, it's an 18. Number. Mine's a 12.
0: Did you have to double check for a minus I, I one? I had to see
2: if I had proficiency <laughs> Got in it. I'm going to probably speak in her voice a lot to try and get it down.
0: You're fine. That just uh, means
2: that, that, that Ilymia is saying
4: all of this out loud, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking
0: you're... about? You're. With an 18 perception, you're surrounded by shops. People go in and out all the time. They, If they order food, it's a very food carts vibe of like, I'll come and get it when it's ready. And they have no real discern of like when ready is. So you would know based off of the number of people who are just doing shopping in preparation for the big debate that's coming up or just like reading plaques that it, nobody's come yet and they've already called their name twice.
2: If you don't want to take it, then I've got an idea. Do, would would you go up with me? I'm not gonna steal it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to them. Rex is hungry too.
0: Uh, yeah. As you were walking up to them, they are like they holler out, you know, order seventeen puff frog with the meat of the day and then they stop after like puff frog and they're like hi how can i help you
2: um if no one wants your order 17 then may i have it (laughs) hey hey this fuck doesn't kind of
0: grab his food (laughs) hey honesty i love i love honesty honesty is the best policy and hey listeners we love honesty in this house. Roll me a persuasion, shit. Right. I,
2: I get advantage on that. <laughs> because of human traits.
0: Human traits.
2: You're fucking human. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Illimiar is a human girl.
0: A uh, human girl so. with spirits that speak to her.
2: No, no, no none of that. <laughs> just no. a human girl.
4: Um, Brax is... I, I can't, like, give you advantage. You already have advantage, so it doesn't uh-huh. really matter. But Brax does want to just say... We've been, we've, we've been traveling, and... I, I would also like, like a persuasion pathetic. check for just, Brax. Just
2: looking pathetic a little bit. I mean, we did have coffee yesterday, or at least I did.
4: <laughs> persuasion. We're, we're persuasion.
2: On Persu- <laughs> oh. uh Fuck it up, Brax, because I did not. With advantage?
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-oh.
2: It's
0: level one, baby!
2: That's, uh,
0: what's
2: my persuasion looking like?
0: It's a plus one. That's a nine. Mm-hmm, a nine, and? Um, mine's a 13. The DC was 10. Like, this guy's gotta go. It's uh kind of like, I need this orc to go And he was like, right, yeah, whatever. And he just, like, hands over a, a... What is effectively a wash basin that is full of this, like, deep, shimmering and fat broth? with large chewy noodles and a frog that has been made out of dough that I, it's essentially like d- so dumplings nice. vibes as you like cook it it puffs up <laughs> so it's it's just sitting on a mound of noodles and there are slivered pieces of this tender sinewy sinewy meat that has just been laid around the back and it's like okay cool great i can pack up and he just, like, uh, fully as a, oh a, in in a, sort of like at bars, he flips up the front of the counter and it collapses in a clattering of wood into basically a long 12 by 3 panel of wood that he hucks up and holds under his arms and it's just like, have a good one. And heads off into the tower. Thank you so much. Um... He's just like, all I gotta do is set up for this stupid debate and all these people don't want to pick up their damn orders. And you have food for the day. That is...
2: We're going to have to kill the person that comes to find their food. You realize this, right? (laughs) It's the only way. (laughs) It is the only
5: way. (laughs) Um, Also,
4: Brax is looking at this adorable little frog dumpling. Well, not little. I assume it's a pretty big frog dumpling, yeah.
0: About, um, about fist size. Yeah. Well, you're a fur bulk, so about half so, fist so it's size.
4: It, it's kind of little for her, but... Um, she is, like... She loves it. It's adorable. Um, yeah, you, you have it first.
0: You bite its little head off.
4: <laughs> Rex will try to bite, like... Immediate, like like uh, as close as she can, as like half of it specifically. Um, you know, fairness. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Inquiring then, minds want to know: Do you bite off its little legs, or do you bite at its butter face?
4: Ooh, halfway down, like right down the middle. Um, so half the face, half the butt, <laughs> half the legs,
0: all that. Great. Um, and she'll
2: she'll hand uh, the rest of it to Illyria. Thank you. And she'll just Mm -hmm. casually eat at it. She's like... Illymiar looks like she should have a certain class to her that is very much lacking. Uh, Ah. So with like her getup, aside from the fact that it's like torn to shreds from their previous uh, ex-expat... Oh my god. Oh my god, words has gone. Um,
0: Imagine needing words for a listening experience.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck
4: off people. <laughs> I'm just kidding, we love you. If you, um, if you want us to speak coherently, that's your
2: problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Don't but, expect anything from us. She'll, she just kind, kind of, of is like, well, well, well Yeah, well, should
0: have a degree of decorum, has a chopsticks or loose <laughs> fork available, probably just slurps up soup directly. It's
2: She's been on the road for months. She's she's okay.
0: Uh, there is a separate shopkeeper who's crafted little dolls made out of little trinkets and bobs and scraps. Just like watches as you eat. Oh, and looks especially homeless. Um... <laughs> Being you, not the shopkeeper. Oh, I was just
4: going to say, do we have to split this three-way in the, in, the, in the honor of not being a horrible person? Uh, no no three-ways yet. Person.
2: Oh, true.
0: And just, like, looks over to you as you <laughs> uh, sufficient, sufficiently woo somebody out of, like, loose food that they were going to throw in the garbage. And it's just like, do y'all, are y'all good? <laughs>
2: Brax, you're you're very good with people. You should answer this. Uh, to put it um
4: to put it lightly I su- I suppose. Uh, we're kind of in a in a rut. Um, we're
0: I was at a rut last week. There were like forty seven people, it was great.
2: Well, um... Brax, what what do they mean by that? Oh, okay, okay. Um,
4: uh-huh. <laughs> um we. I'll be. I'll. I'll, I'll keep it uh, straight with you. Uh, we have. Imagine. Nothing.
0: Rex. <laughs> 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 Illymiar collapses in the street! Pure, pure, STREET?! Purely,
4: pure, purely, metaphorically straight, of so.
2: course, <laughs> What do they mean?
4: Imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. What?
0: Uh, um, why? why? Oh, so that, if you have nothing, what guild are you part of?
2: The Ew. kind that gets rained on in the
0: middle of the night from
2: where we're sleeping?
0: Horrifying. Okay, cool. Uh, since it looks like you're new here, we have the Scholar's Guild and the Adventurer's Guild. That's kind of the vibe. And so if you're smart and brainy and like to read books, you yes. go with the Scholar's Guild. So that way you could have, you know, somebody pay for food or clothes to help you do research in the outer lying monsters and keep you alive, so you can be for the better good of the you know whole territory. Propaganda. I I just need to
2: be smart.
0: That's it. You just need to be smart. Oh, one, wonderful! Unless you're buff. Like if you're buff, buff would help. Are I mean, you
2: praxis She's marvelously. Brax does a little a
4: little pose. That not you know not too
0: much. Oh! I mean, fantastic! If you're buff, then same deal. You go suplex a monster, you punch a slime in the face, you know, same vibe. You just get someone to support you to keep you from dying if you're part of the Adventurer's Guild.
2: Uh, What, What do you want to do, Brax? Because, I mean, I'm, of course, more of the knowledge kind, but if you want to adventure, I'd, of course, support you.
4: Um you know, I uh I I personally think it would
2: um I, I find it works so hard. Yeah, have, and, hit us I with have those a words. Question, friend. Mm-hmm. If uh if we did happen to go upon the adventuring area, would we perhaps still be able to go into the knowledge area? Yeah, I think
0: at this point it's more of a matter of like, the. it started off as separate things back in the back of the day and the head librarian and the head of the Adventurers Guild are separate titles? But, really, you need smart people and buff people to get all the right information whenever you go fight a monster anyway, so it's like, why is it separate? Who knows? Not me? I think... I'd, I'd
4: I'd like to do some. Uh, I, I I think as far as you know, finding things out and and, and uh, uh, it's it, it's 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 more it's more interesting at least than just going and and
2: fighting stuff.
0: Let's, let's do it. So this, this is going to be better than the last time. So <laughs> this, this woman is just like, wait, hold
2: on. Shit, hold on. Fuck,
0: hold on.
4: looks at your coat and says...
0: And digs underneath her stall and pulls out, like, a shitty pamphlet. Like, it's garbage. Um... And it's just like, joining the Scholars Guild. And it's just like, somebody with a backdrop of mountains trying to look majestic, surrounded by books. full wizard vibes. And it's just like, have you wanted to join the Scholars Guild? Here's more information. Come on down to the capital city of Liprick, where you can stretch your muscles, the muscles being your brain, to actually find out information and support the better good. Uh, it's just ah, oh, it's just there. It's put together. It's beautifully illustrated. But yeah, the, she gives you uh, information about the Scholars Guild that exists in the capital city.
2: Iliamar, Iliamar falls for this propaganda so, so fast. fast.
4: Um, Rex as <laughs> <says>, well. Uh, <laughs> she she's like, yeah,
2: yeah, Iliamar. Let's. Let's go stretch our brains. Nothing bad has ever happened when we both agreed on something.
0: <laughs> uh, so this. Hold on. So this woman, seeing how absolutely jacked you are, ha- also slides over a, uh, far less well-worn pamphlet for the Adventurers Guild. Mm-hmm. And if you thought the Scholars Guild was propaganda before, oh, good. Oh, my God. The Adventurer's Guild pamphlet it's just has... like
4: an ad on it that says, get a it jacked.
0: It's, it's... The front is not dissimilar to a Harlequin romance novel, just an absolutely muscly, jacked, <laughs> specifically human, specifically pale-skinned, blonde-haired man with a bunch of women who are busty and thick, falling all over him, stepping on top of a dragon, and Stay the
4: the like chiffon shirt like fully
0: no shirt at all just full tits out and glistening um and the bottom does not (laughs) the bottom in its most immediate letters says don't want to be a fucking nerd (laughs) join the adventurers guild and it's (laughs) as soon as you open it not dissimilar to those greeting cards that play songs it's just A series of women moaning and men flexing. Just like, ah yes, adventure. And it's just crudely illustrated sprawls of people kicking the shit out of dragons, out of slimes, out of other people and just piling money on themselves and fur. And they've taken the time to put gold inlay on the final image of that same big glistening burly man in just, like, a fur coat with, like, a severed animal as a hat. Mm-hmm. The hat has googly eyes. Yeah. The coat has gold leaf. And there's just beautiful jewelry all throughout. Mm-hmm. Je- um, <laughs> uh,
2: what would you, what'd you get there, Brax?
4: I don't, I don't know how to approach this, because I think like Brax does realize that this is, like, tacky and garbage. Uh huh. Um, but she's also like kinda like, this is kinda badass. <laughs> Love that. Love but not that. in the like not in the same way of like falling for the propaganda because she's not interested like this turns her off from the adventure skill, but she's also just like kinda wants to keep this. <laughs> do you do you show Elinian? Um
0: do you show it to sure, her?
4: Yes, Good but she's, she'll say like, um,
2: oh, Just, just some trash or whatever. Uh, that's a what a noise it makes.
0: It just—it's <laughs> still going. It isn't one of those yeah. cards that stops you after a certain. It's still. it just keeps going. <laughs> Dunk in a water, you still hear moaning.
2: Is it? Is it ever going to turn off? I don't does it does it stop
0: do you know dispel magic <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> I mean I do have a form of it
0: sounds like a scholar give it a try <laughs> do do you like this <laughs> do you like these women bed moaning
4: the the, the
3: the sound? <laughs> <laughs> just pause this whole conversation in the background just, <laughs> Hey,
4: don't forget the men going. no
2: no do you like the card in general, I was gonna rip it. Um but maybe that just not turn it into like distorted horrible noises. No.
4: No, no. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Rex Bra- does like some of the the pictures just to look at. Uh huh. But
2: it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll try and like rip it a little bit, but not ruin the images for Brax's amusement.
0: Oh yeah, fun fact. I just love to regale this to people in the real world. There are gift cards that will continue to make noise even if you submerge them in water. So this one, no matter if you tear it. Keeps going.
2: I want to get one of those for Dylan. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do not, I do not know. Just spell magic.
4: Is there like a garbage somewhere? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, take me to gym.
1: <laughs> no, don't curse them with the cards. <laughs>
0: Uh, you do see throughout this alley various people who, like, you know, serve their things on wooden skewers, a receptacle for those. People who have, like, wrapped their things in paper. Places for those. Um, there,
2: you could resell it.
0: <laughs> After you've torn it? <laughs> well, so... It still works. Okay, great.
4: That's how you can tell that it's, like, authentic.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. Instead of something that people fabricated on the internet vibes. Uh, so the shopkeep tells you that... In the interest of joining the guild, because you look like little orphans that have gotten the shit kicked out of them. Whatever you guild you want to join, just head to the tower in the capital city. Usually they have their most frequent setups on debate days.
2: I'm only missing half my HP.
0: Great. Fantastic. Nobody.
2: Where did.
4: Okay. <laughs> um.
0: So you're giving, the, you're giving the information that to join a guild, you will have to do so in the capital city specifically. Your best bet is when both of the representatives from either guild are present, which is during debate days. And with that, as we are mulling through these shops and seeing all the vibes and the people gorging themselves on fat and sugar, we find ourselves in a jewelry shop of sorts. There is a, a minute goblin woman, as wide as she is tall, rearranging perfectly rendered landscapes and star charts and has a glass case full of jewelry, sparkling as a diamond in the middle of a less than savory neighborhood. And in this shop, lured by the beauty and majesty that exists in all things, is Clara. Clyra and uh, Pilar, would you like to introduce Clyra for us, please?
5: Sure. Uh, so, Clyda is... Uh, Claira Idenatha is uh, her full name. And uh, she is a lady that is very tall and wide, but still elvish looking. Uh, but larger than an elf. But still, enough, no. Uh, has very cotton candy, almost like glow stick cotton candy hair, and is just delighted to be wherever she is at all times. <laughs> uh, to see it, <laughs> and she is she's definitely armored up um, in strangely like heavy, but also incredibly revealing armor. Uh, with starbursts in uh, particularly placed areas.
0: Of course, Uh, because modesty for others, not necessarily for Clara.
5: You know, Uh, she is tickled to be in the jewelry shop and uh, immediately lets out almost a squeal, but not... But a slightly more dignified sound uh, <laughs> if there is one at the beauty um, before her
0: uh, so th- the goblin yeah. woman who is like rearranging things and has gotten like a step stool on top of a step stool to like perfectly place the painting that she has right now, When not you squeal like momentarily like <laughs> pauses <laughs> and then it's just like, oh. A customer hi <laughs> and just like scuttles down, moves very quickly and fluidly for being just a round ball of a woman and uh runs up to you it's very funny because you're what is Clara like seven and a half
5: eight feet tall i would I would say about I would say seven and a half is about right yeah she so is, you're she is just barely fitting into the into the shop.
0: So seven and a half feet, Clyra with like a three foot seven goblin woman who just like uh, brings you in. Just like, oh, my gosh. Hi, my name's Nyella. Nyella Kirkby. I'm the owner of this shop. I do landscapes. I do commissions. I do jewelry. Just, you know, here to see pretty things and pretty people. You're stunning, by the way.
5: You're stunning, darling. I mean, this shop is everything. I am in love. I cannot believe that I'm here already with you. This is the best experience of my day. I am, oh, And did you set up this entire display yourself?
0: Oh yeah, of course. You know, being the height that I am, sometimes things get a little difficult, but you know, a little bit of struggle, a little bit of spice, that's
5: life, baby. Look at you! Accomplishing goals, doing things, living life outside of the box. I love it. I love it, darling.
0: Oh my gosh, you're so kind. No, so hi. Yeah. So come on, let me show you. Let me let me show you a look around. It's got a little got a little excitement, especially with the, the debate coming up. It's so fun. Gotta get a lot of progress and a lot of new information. So hi again. So we have our jewelry that we make with like the or it's it's all made by me with the homegrown ores of the surrounding area, metals that I've commissioned or made myself. All of these landscapes were painted by me, and she directs you to just a gallery wall and a gallery wall and a gallery wall and a gallery ceiling of landscapes, paintings, monsters in various positions rearing up in their majesty. It's, it's you get the impression that Nyella. If not an adventurer herself takes the information provided to her and turns them into artwork or commissions for other people so they can relive their glory days. Um and she tells you as much. And she's like, Yeah, sometimes when people go on adventuring if it's like really harrowing or if they see something really neat. They just like send it to me and I make all this fun stuff. And she just does like a little spin in her shop because she's small.
5: Clyda <laughs> <laughs> Clyda uh, gushes, she says. Uh she says, oh my dear stars, this beauty is all created by you. Every single one of these paintings on every single wall, all by you. Oh.
0: She like rapid fire is like a finger guns thing. like me, me, also me, still me, <laughs> you, also me. And it's just like. You,
5: go you and Clyde. Uh, <laughs> just cheering her on. Um, Lida is well acquainted with paintings in uh, a way that she does not like to make um, especially aware. Um, But quickly, quickly.
0: uh, With your background and being acquainted with paintings in the regard that you are, give me an insight check.
5: An insight check. We're checking vibes here, baby. Vibes. Inside. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, here we go. Mm. Hmm. I just have to say, guys, this is real hard.
4: (laughs) I fully Uh, feel you. Because
5: I'm (laughs) typing, I'm typing on, like, a tablet, so I have to, like... If you have dice at home, you can
0: also just roll in person. I'm not going to fight you on it. I trust you.
5: Okay. Well, for the next one. But. Two. Great.
0: Okay, a two. Um this woman has explained to you that she paints these paintings herself and that that's it. She's a very accomplished artist and her muse is the stories and experiences of the other people and she's got some good good shit. Uh, so she looks at you, Clara, and she's like, oh my gosh, you're statuesque and built to travel. Do you, are you an adventurer? Are you part of the guild? Are you going off to punch monsters and tell stories and regale small women like myself
5: well I suppose that I could but uh, I don't I don't know I'm brand new here I just I'm walking through learning what I can trying to find out what this town is all about what the most beautiful thing about this town is and this place in general I just got off a ship
0: (sighs) Oh my gosh, you're new. That's so fun. And you're coming right in time before the debate. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, uh One thing at a time. I also made so this. What
5: is the debate?
0: What and she debate? like points to a sculpture. Um. Oh, I'm so excited that you get to learn new things. And she like scuttles up. Stay, stay right here. And she like scuttles off very quickly and then pulls out, comes back with her arms full of paintings and she lines them up in front of the jewelry case and they paint a picture of a panoramic of sorts where she starts and she's just like okay okay cool so not everybody has elements it's just not a thing that everybody has it's just you know you get it you have it or you don't
5: it takes a knee in order to be a little bit more on the level of the lady.
0: Right, because you're seven and a half feet tall. Great. Mm-hmm. Giant woman! Uh, so she explains to you, like, okay, cool. So like, not everybody has elements, you know, to each his own. There's beauty in all things, but you know, as part of living here in this particular area, people have worked around that by relying on the means from nature and the environment. And there's like paintings of big explosions and eruptions from volcanoes and people trawling sand out of the dunes to make glass and the ways that they've shaped stonework into houses and shelters and tools and so she's like yeah and so those people have taken their inability to use elements and turn that into a livelihood and as a result people who are exemplary in some of those means who can better move technology along are a little bit celebrated and so there she follows it with a uh dissection diagram that she's created of a dragon like scientific notation of its wingspan the content of its scales the way that its stomach digests prey Whether they eat live or dead prey and the fact that like they have some have live young some don't the number of rods and cones in their eyes it's just painstakingly written in beautiful calligraphy because it's still an art print she still is the goal is to still sell beautiful art but it's presenting information in a digestible format. And she's like, so a lot of people who get together and, you know, show their talents. Um, And then there's just like, she moves over to a painting of a debate. Two people on different sides of the stage who are uh, have these flashing lights in the background. It's a whole spectacle, an audience full of people and like a scoreboard in the back. Um, So essentially what it is is, if you don't have an element, then you are able to make a life for yourself. And if you do have an element, great, you can do the same. It's just that you being able to survive and thrive and be a valued and celebrated member isn't celebrated and predicated on you having an element. So it's so exciting that you're here, because we have a debate every week. And the next one's coming up in a couple days. And we're all going to learn about slimes. Um and so she like shows you uh, a painting she's done of a slime with an arrow next to it of that same slime that has, there's like a image of a golem, an image of a deer, an image of a falcon, and she's like, There's so much information that we do know and we don't know based on environment and food and breeding habits and their interactions with other people that everybody just we get together to debate. We determine who is going to present the best cases and then we rely on them to figure to change the perspective on where we go when we study new monsters or interesting facts. And well, you know, sometimes that comes with... A degree of a party, a celebration, if you will, and maybe some people make some money as a result because a lot of organizations want that. Maybe you can make a new kind of sword hill out of dragon skin. A weapon manufacturer Mm -hmm. or a blacksmith that is able to do that is going to have a vested monetary interest in that, you know? So it's a whole, it's fun. It's so fun. Isn't it fun? Sounds fun to me. So, so is that you? Are you gonna go find out? Like, are you gonna go fight monsters? Are you gonna lock yourself away in libraries and dig through tomes? What, what brings you to the territory? What brings you to Colos?
5: Well, I am in search of beauty, and have I you looked in a mirror? Where beauty leads <laughs> me. What was that?
0: Oh, she says, "Have you looked in a mirror?" <laughs>
5: You are too kind, darling, too kind. I mean, beauty is what attracted me into the shop in the first place. Uh, That said, I do wish to earn a living and uh, explore the beauty of this territory a little while longer. Um, I am well versed in uh, using a big sword. So that is Mm -hmm. something that I can do. But Honestly, I would like to go to wherever the most beautiful guild hall is.
0: Oh, definitely the Scholar's Guild. Uh, the Adventurer's Guild uh, recognizes beauty in a lot of forms, but aesthetic beauty isn't really their whole thing.
5: <laughs> then the Scholar's Guild
0: it is. Uh, yeah, the Scholar's Guild. The-, the Scholar's Guild is the one that... um focuses more on lighting and the experience and the panache of it all.
5: Hmm. Could I could I join the adventurers guild and then spend all of my time at the scholars guild? Oh, yeah. No problem. People
0: do it all the time. See, I'm part of the I'm like third in line for the Scholars Guild and it's fine. But like, I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's a matter of like reading books and delineating information. And a lot of the stuffy higher ups are like, oh, we should put it all in books still. And I'm like, why? People learn differently. People experience new knowledge differently so paintings <laughs> and she like points to a bunch mm. of the stuff that are just like when you take a look at it beautiful anatomical diagrams environmental studies that scenes of cataclysms that while they may provide this information in books not in a way that people want to put on their walls
5: <laughs> well i think that you are doing a beautiful service. And I commend you for stepping up against the status quo. It is such a difficult thing to do. And it. let me say that that is the way that the inner beauty truly shines through. And it is just radiating out to you, darling.
0: Oh, uh, you're a sweetheart. But no, if you want to join the adventurer's guild, do. We're always looking for new people, new experiences, new big buff individuals to fight monsters. Less fight, more gather information on, but if we gotta fight them, we gotta fight them, you know? Such as life and, you know, preservation of your own self and well-being is important if you're not going out of your way to just like kick a dragon in the teeth for no reason. It's fine. I've had a discussion with Brad. He's just the most. You're gonna meet him. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You're gonna meet Brad Shaw. Brad Space Shaw. Everyone calls him Brad Shaw. He's the head of the Adventurers Guild. If you're gonna join the Adventurers Guild, you're gonna meet him. He's great. After a while.
5: (laughs) Hmm. After a while. (laughs) Uh, Well.
0: He's got very pretty hair. They use them for the pamphlets. What did you say? They use them for the pamphlets. Oh,
5: yeah. Great. <laughs> so uh, you
0: uh, oh, my gosh, but that's so exciting for you. If you want to join the Adventurers Guild, yes, good, let's do it. Well, not let's yes. as in the communal, yes, let's is in, in overall, yeah, because I'm not, I'm already part, you know. So, yeah, I the, <laughs> the next understand. debate's coming up soon anyway, so if you go You've seen like the tower. It's the main piece of this whole. Thing. The tower. Go, go ahead in the tower, and like tomorrow, and you'll be able to sign up. That's when Brad is there and Allerton's there, and it'll be all be great. And you can just sign up for whichever guild you want. Oh, and you can that's see that's the debate back, and eat food and just have a good time. Have a good time. You deserve a good time.
5: Why? Thank you. I I agree. I deserve a good time. Uh. <laughs> uh. Clyde, uh, stands back up and finds, she just wants, um, a very small, like, she wants a ring with a very small gem for her finger, her littlest finger, and so she would like to purchase that.
0: Her littlest finger because she's absolutely massive. Uh. Yes. You are looking at jewelry and Nyella immediately is like, no, Nuh, no, none of it, no, out of, out of my shop, no. I will make you something custom. You are stunning. You are my new muse. You are my inspiration. You're the lightest light I've seen all day. You're wonderful. Get out of here. I'll make you something myself. That's a sort of
5: like celebration of joining a guild. Oh my goodness, go. Oh, wonderful. Okay, okay. I, I will see you soon. We will have lunch.
0: Oh my gosh, that'd be great. yum yum um.
5: <laughs> <laughs> And Clyde leaves leave the shop.
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, so Nyella gives you the instruction that you need to let, uh, that joining a guild is best done during the uh, debate that happens weekly. Then you will find more information from the guild leaders in the app, the center tower of Librick.
2: You know, Roland, if I didn't know any better, I feel like you're trying to draw us all together. Look,
0: we've got, like, 30 minutes left of usable time. Y'all can eat my ass. <laughs>
5: Promise?
0: I do. I do. And because we have like 30 minutes of usable time left, that's gonna be it for this session. It's a short one. We've got some character introductions in, we've got a motivation, we're gonna cut it here and see what happens next time. And hopefully with better sound quality and less fun angling and then we'll be able to get into the spice of things. But welcome to our characters. <laughs> and welcome Excited. to Monsters yeah. and Manuscripts.
3: That's where you play the music. You oh yeah. Really cool music Ash made.
0: Well, it, it'll, uh, it'll, no. it'll be fine. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, stream. We, and you, stream. we love
4: you, Stream. We love you, Stream. Stream, Stream,
2: Eli,
4: say you love Stream, or you can never leave. Stream,
5: you my little.